Are you an event planner or organizer looking for a keynote speaker with a fresh new perspective that packs a serious punch? Someone who captivates your audience and inspires them to create lasting changes in their lives. Someone who has a compelling story to share that will leave your audience believing in themselves like they've never done before. I'm Rebecca Hamilton, founder and CEO of Chick Boss Cake, author of The Million Dollar Bakery, host of Scrap the Sweet Talk podcast, and... I am your girl. I went from dropping out of high school and moving out on my own at 16 years old, spending full days and nights on the streets wanting to literally die. I have zero formal education and no previous experience in business or running a bakery or even baking. I had a rough childhood, a tough past, and I conquered it all. I started a bakery called Chick Boss Cake, grew it to over a million dollars, and then... And then I wrote a freaking book about how I did the whole dang thing. That's right, high school dropout writes a book. My story was recently referred to as quote unquote, the true underdog success story that we love to see via Narcity Canada. And I'm ready to share it live in person on your stage. For bookings, reach out to my team at www.rebeccahamiltonco.com. Hey, I'm Rebecca Hamilton, founder and CEO of Chick Boss Cake. Thanks for joining me on my Scrap the Sweet Talk podcast, where I'll be sharing all my best life and business tips and tricks on how I've created the life of my dreams and how you can too. I'm a no-nonsense, full disclosure, sweet talk, scrapping, woman, entrepreneur who believes in taking charge of your life and ridding yourself of all the excuses, all the excuses that are holding you back. This is your moment to shine. You only get one shot. Do not miss your chance to blow. <laughs> okay. No, I don't like that. Happy Monday. <laughs> happy Tuesday. Happy Wednesday. Happy Thursday. I don't know how to start. Why should we start? Okay. Let's just hey start. Guys. Hi, guys. <laughs> Rebecca from Chickpaw's Anyways, okay, let's actually just... There you go. Okay. Don't mean to just like the dog. It's fine. That's good now. Yeah, okay. So who here can relate to not always feeling motivated to do things that, well, just to do things, let alone to do things that you don't want to do? Because 
I can definitely say for sure that no matter who you are or it doesn't even matter, like if you are Tony freaking Robbins or Oprah, I know as human beings, we all struggle with how to stay motivated and how to push through and do things you don't want to do because there's all... There's things that we all don't want to do at some point or another. Yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, I, I, I feel like the one of the things that we do to ourselves, which, um, you know, kind of makes things worse is we're so hard on ourselves. Totally. Um, and I feel like, you know, if there's times where I'm having a bad day or I just feel a little off and, you know, maybe some things I wanted to do that day don't end up getting done. Um, I just chalk it up as, hey, it's one of those days. So I'm not hard on myself. I don't allow that to really frustrate and anger me to the point where like the next day it carries on. Um, I just say, hey, it's just one of those days. You know what I mean? Tomorrow will be a different day. And, um, you know, today I'm just going to kind of relax and take care of myself and, and see what tomorrow brings. Yeah, no, I like that. That's a really good point to start this off with because... That's what I mean by like, you know, you see all of these really successful people um, that really seem to have their shit together and you automatically assume that they are always motivated and they just always want to do everything. Like they just look like they're put together. They eat the perfect food, they do the perfect workout, they do all of these things, and then you are so hard on yourself because you don't see them in the state of, you know, their lacking of motivation or the state that they're in when they don't want to do something uh, because social media makes everything appear uh, much better and much easier than it actually is. So... Um, I think that that's a really great point. Objects in the mirror closer than they are. Closer than they may appear. (laughs) Exactly. In the rear view mirror. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think it's really important to be aware and know that no matter how easy other people make things look, um, they're not always what they appear to be. And that regardless of what it looks like to you and to the outside people, it, they struggle 100%. Okay, if you're a human freaking being on this planet Earth, you struggle with motivation and not wanting to do certain things. There's no questions about it. There's just, it's human nature. So I think it's a really good point to not be hard on yourself and to give yourself grace, cut yourself some slack on the days that, you know, you really are not feeling motivated. But we want to talk about like, okay, let's talk about Chad, for example. Like you seem to have so much motivation to do anything all the time. Like you're always just ready to do everything at all points of time. So why don't you explain where that comes from and how, like, have you always been motivated or because you are, I would say you're way more motivated than I am, especially when it comes to doing things that you don't want to do. Well, yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. And, um, yeah, I mean, obviously part of it I, I chalk up to just being a really energetic person, but I mean, I don't feel like that's the full, um, you know, reality of why that is is easier for me than a lot of people. I feel like, you know, there's been times in my life where 
you know, I, I wasn't happy. And regardless of how much energy I may have, like if I'm not, you know, at my happiest moment and I'm not, um, you know, doing things that I know, you know, light me up and get me excited and, and making that a priority in my life, mm-hmm. um, you know, then I don't, I don't feel as motivated or as energetic. And um, the reason I brought up that topic in the beginning about not being hard on myself is there's many times where I would, um, you know, feel like I needed to do so many things or get some, all these things done. And I have this sense of like overwhelm and stress and, um, yeah, you know, like, like you this had huge too mountain. long of a list. That's right. Basically. It was like a never ending thing. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I know for me now, if I, you know, let's say I kind of have like a foggy brain or maybe I didn't get a good sleep or something's a little off. Like Mm -hmm. if I'm not as productive that day, like I don't beat myself up about it. Like I just say, okay, today's just one of those days. I'm going to get a good sleep tonight. Um, and then tomorrow we'll, we'll get back at it again. Um, so yeah, I think that that's where it's really important is to, um, you know, be aware of, of the things that either, you know, provide you with excitement and motivation and, and be sure to do those and avoid things that don't. Yeah. So I think that it's really important for people to, uh, unpack and identify why they're feeling unmotivated. You want to really get down to the reason why you're feeling that way, because there could be, uh, like any, like there could be a bunch of different reasons. So it could be, like you said, maybe you're just not that interested in what you're doing. So maybe the the lack of motivation comes from a place of like, oh, I'm just, I'm not interested in that. It seems kind of boring, like taking out the garbage sucks, or like maybe you don't like working out. So that's really hard. Um, so you want to figure out what the actual reason is. So it could be that it could be like, like Chad was saying, it could be maybe you don't have uh the energy that you need in order to do those hard things and i know for me i've always i've struggled with having less energy in general just as a human being i just generally don't have as much energy as chad does so it's very obvious um but there's things that you can do in your life to help you increase your energy make yourself feel better Uh, And I think that it really comes down to how you're physically feeling as a person in order to in order to want to do anything, whether you like doing it or you don't like doing it um, or not. It's just you really have to feel good yourself physically in order to have the energy or the willpower or want to even do it. Right. If if you think about When you're sick, for example, let's say you have a cold, how is your motivation at that point? Like, I don't know about you, but for me, I am not motivated to do freaking anything. I am just focused on trying to get better, probably staying in bed for a significant period of time. And if you compare that kind of motivation to when you're actually feeling good, you'll see that that is a huge contrasting difference, right? So... Um, obviously your motivation will come to you so much easier when you're actually feeling good. And there's lots of things you can do in your life, um, to help you feel good on a daily basis so that you keep that momentum going. Exactly. And one thing that, um, you know, I've spoken before with a lot of people is that, um, a lot of times in life, you know, let's say you're, you know, things come up and and you're kind of having to go through the grind and do all these things to just get, get a bunch of stuff done. And, um, you know, maybe it was unexpected and, you know, maybe have a, 
project of work you got to do or you know something with your kids that you got to like takes all your attention over the next month and what i've always said in those situations is that like if you have certain things like i was saying earlier that you know feed your well-being and your motivation and obviously when things are going good you have the time to do that um what i like to do in those situations is if it's really busy like okay maybe i can't do it as often as i could in in a scenario where things are good and i have the time for myself and whatever but i don't like write it off completely because we all know how hard it is to to do something i'll give you an example like if you haven't done something in a month how hard is it to get back into it yeah whereas if you haven't if you just like minimize the amount of times that you did it like maybe let's say you were going for a nice walk or you know playing with your dog or anything that lights you up and you're doing that like i don't know five or six out of the seven days a week but then when you get really busy you don't want to be oh i have no time for that well you do have some time for that nobody has no time for things that are important to their well-being right excuse ever the time thing you have time for what you make time for (laughs) exactly right and so so often um you know people do that where they'll just okay this needs my attention so i'm just gonna write off everything else in my life because it's Mm -hmm. not you don't think it matters and i mean realistically it's not as important as those things which is true but to to write it off completely is one of the biggest mistakes you can do because i've done that in the past and i know that it's so much more of a struggle to get back into something you haven't done in months as opposed to if you just did it once a week right and you just kept that um kind of muscle memory going for whatever that is you know, and then when things kind of slow down and you have more time to make that a priority, um, it's way, way easier to get back into it because you've still been doing it every week, right? Just yeah. not as often. Yeah, and I think it's really important to um, like learn, like you were saying, learn to prioritize the th- things in your life and learn that you do have time for things that you make time for. So everybody has the same amount of time in a day. And so, but your day could look completely different than somebody else's day who maybe, maybe somebody else is really focused on, you know, health and fitness and their well being, and they make that a priority. And you don't make that a priority. And then you have other things that are a priority. So it's all a matter of like, we all have the same amount of time. So you do what you want to do with it, but don't use the excuse of, oh, I don't have time for that. Um, And so I think that I really do think that it boils down to the lack of energy and not feeling your best because if you don't have the energy to do things you're just not going to feel like doing them no matter what and prioritizing things because yeah like you could have the longest list like the longest to-do list ever and no matter if you work at that non-stop like it might take you like weeks to get through it let alone like a day like you should break down your to-do list into really simplified tangible things and you know delegate tasks that maybe somebody else can do maybe your partner can do those things maybe um you know your kids whatever delegate some tasks from your to-do list cross some things off that you don't need to be doing and just stick with a few things that you know either need to be done like you know you're gonna need to do the laundry at some point um or benefit you in some way and i think it's also really really important to figure out why um like what your reason is why you want to be motivated to do those things right because 
if you have a big enough reason why you want to do something, maybe for example, you want to eat healthier so that you do have the energy and you feel good more often. So your reason why has to be so much stronger than any excuse that you could make because that's gonna need to be your number one priority. You focus on what, like from the moment you wake up, you focus on what you're gonna eat that day and then you focus on the rest of your to-do list and then you focus on, you know, getting your kids ready to, for school or, you know, helping your spouse with whatever. You make that a top priority and then everything else comes after that, which I know can sound counterintuitive to some people because we're all we want to help other people and put other people first but you know in reality you need to start putting yourself first that's like the key for sure for sure yeah exactly and um like i was saying before like you know i there's certain things that i've learned over the years and i feel like you know most people do know what those things are, right? Mm -hmm. And and the problem, like I said, is that you, you just eliminate it. And if you focus on, um, you know, this is my deal breaker 30 minutes every morning to do like what I do. Mm -hmm. um, and if I don't do that, then like I feel like I'm kind of playing catch up all day long. Yeah. Um, you know, so those are things like for me, it's it's definitely uh, working out um, and meditation. So those are things where, like I said, if I maybe I don't work out that day, but I only meditate or maybe I don't meditate, but only work out or maybe I only do it for half the amount of time or maybe I just don't do it today. I'm not hard on myself. Well, like, oh, today I'm really busy. That's fine. We'll do it tomorrow. But I don't let weeks and months go by because I know that I've done it the other way. And over time, I'm really like off like extremely off it takes it feels like i gotta move mountains yeah. to like get back so to that routine right yeah so you know and i think one of the coolest things in life when you kind of get older and you, you start to get better at like the art form of prioritizing because i used to be terrible at this and, mm -hmm. and becca you know that with me like prioritizing different things that need to happen yeah. i would just always choose the thing that like was the like easiest for me to do but like the least priority yeah <laughs> <laughs> who can relate to that uh yeah because uh sometimes you just want to cross something off your list to yeah. make yourself feel better at the end of the day but like you were saying when you the more you build the momentum and the muscle of motivation uh in the right direction and just start getting stuff done then you know the easier it's going to be to apply it to other areas that you find challenging and you really do need to have uh, a strong enough reason why you want to do something in order for you to actually do it so i think it's really important to uh, reflect on that and think to yourself like like why am i procrastinating on this thing do i not want to do it do i not feel good do i not have the energy to do it like what is the actual reason because there is a reason like there's a reason why you're not excited to do it because if you think of the things that you're excited to do you're excited to do them for a reason you know you 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 know if you're going to disneyland you're excited to wake up at 5 a.m that morning to go catch your flight to go to disneyland whereas if you're going to the gym and you know that's not exciting for you then waking up at 5 a.m to go to the gym is going to be the polar opposite of that for you right especially so, this time of year where it's dark till oh, eight yeah. o'clock exactly right <laughs> and so it's super super important to uh to like really unpack those reasons why and um you know like actually think about 
what you want and that's going to look so different from other people in your life other people around you and so i think to not comparing yourself and what you you know think you should do or whatever there's a million ways to do you know to to be healthy let's just talk about that there's a million ways to be healthy you do not have to do what pro athletes do in order to you know be motivated and work on being healthier person right you don't have to go run a marathon every day you don't you can like do simple things small things you know change change your diet a little bit eat more you know vegetables go for more walks just take it easier right like i think that um like you were saying earlier we're so hard on ourselves, and also i feel like a lot of people have that mentality of like i have to go all in on this or I'm a failure, or I suck, or there's no point in doing it at all. And I know for a really long time, I had that same mentality with a lot of things where I thought, because I've always been a perfectionist, that if I didn't do something absolutely perfectly, then it was a waste of time doing anything at all, which is so ridiculous. Um, now that I know that it's ridiculous, but at the time I didn't know that. And I just, I, I just was, and in how this... long would it typically last with that full on approach? Oh, and it doesn't last long at all because yeah. it's not sustainable. And that's the, that's the main thing. Right. And so it wasn't until I started making very small changes and I had big reasons why. So it wasn't until Um, If anyone's read my book, uh, The Million Dollar Bakery, I talk about how I um, started my health journey because I couldn't get out of bed in the morning and I was super, super depressed. I had so much anxiety. I had zero energy and I'm talking about zero energy. I used to have to nap after lunch because I had no energy to like maintain being out of bed as a person. So... That part was so hard for me. So my reason for, you know, going gluten-free and changing my diet was a big enough reason because I knew I could not continue living my life the way I was living it because I was so depressed and I hated my life so much at that point that anything in the opposite direction was going to be good for me. So I knew that that's what I had to do. And so my reason was a major reason because the other option was not even an option, basically. So I had to hit that rock bottom in order to start heading in the other direction. And so I made one small change. I changed to a gluten-free diet um, because I had read so much about it and all of my symptoms were kind of, you know, pointing me in that direction. So I'm like... I'm just gonna make one small change. I'm gonna get rid of gluten from my diet. That's what I did. I didn't start eating like a pro athlete, okay? I'm not a freaking athlete. I don't need to eat like one. I didn't start, you know, I didn't start a intensive seven days a week workout routine with my gluten-free diet because guess what? Doing anything different than what you've always been doing is always gonna be a challenge at first. So if you can just start small, start with one thing, get really good at that one thing don't i'll give, don't, I'll give you a great example on that too that yeah. i just thought of <clears throat> so 
Um, full disclosure here, I went to rehab for drugs back when I was um, in my early 20s. And I remember, and this topic will really hit this home, is that mm-hmm. they said, because I'd be like, oh, I want to quit smoking cigarettes too. And while I was there, they were like, no, don't do that. We never recommend anybody does that. In fact, smoke even more than you did before because mm-hmm. this needs to be like the main priority. Yeah. We'll worry about that down the road. That's not going to kill you tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. So, I remember when I, when, you know, you have these people that obviously seem to know what they're talking about telling you this and you're like, wait a minute, um, you want me to smoke more? Mm-hmm. Right. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So I kind of felt good about that and it allowed that to, um, be much easier and exactly That's to so your point, true. right? Yeah. You know, if you're doing seven days a week working out and you're eating salad and water only on your gluten-free diet and, um, you know, how long is that going to last? Right? Yeah. And I mean, you have to, you have to think that, you know, the people that work in those facilities like those rehab facilities like like drug addictions and alcohol addictions are so 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 hard to overcome so obviously that kind of advice coming from a facility like that is like gold basically right so the fact that they tell you that um just says it all and so that's what i mean like when i went gluten-free it was like one small step in the right direction and I didn't even eat healthy gluten-free. I would eat gluten-free cookies. I would eat gluten-free pasta. I would eat, I would literally oh, eat. Oh, those gluten-free cookies are good. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> so gluten-free has come a long way. The gluten-free stuff is actually really good. We make delicious gluten-free cupcakes at Chick Boss Cake. Um, and it's come a long way. But to my point, I did not decide to go gluten-free, eat, uh, you know, a really healthy salad-based diet. No, I took it so easy. I made one small change and I made it enjoyable. And that's also another key point is to make your small changes enjoyable. Make it something to look forward to because, um, if you don't, you're gonna, you're not gonna see the benefit of it short term, right? Obviously, long term, the more you do it, you don't have to think about it so much. But in the short term, when you're just starting a new habit of something, you want to make sure that it is somewhat enjoyable. Um, you know, if you if you start a new workout routine, for example, and you're like, you know, you're you're trying to make it enjoyable. Well, do your workout routine and, you know, treat yourself to a a treat after, you know, like have a cookie after you do your workout. I don't know. Treat yourself to something so that it's not seeming like you're doing everything cold turkey all at once, because that is exactly how we fail. And that's how we stay in that hamster wheel cycle of, I need to do everything all at once, fall off the wagon, and then you feel like absolute shit about yourself for for the ongoing foreseeable future. Yeah, exactly. And um, so I did end up quitting smoking <clears throat> several years after I got out of that. And uh, the irony of this is that I read a book of all things, and it was called The Easy Way to Stop Smoking by Alan Carr, I believe it was. Yeah. And um, to your point, the, the, the whole philosophy of this book is that you know, uh, you want to enjoy things in the process. So I remember he would yeah. say, don't go, so many people, they'll, they'll go to quit smoking and they will also go, well, I can't have coffee because I always had a cigarette with my coffee and, yeah, you know, I can't have, true. um, you know, a big meal with my family because I always enjoyed the cigarette after that meal. And, yeah. and what he would say, similar to the philosophy of when I was in rehab about smoking more cigarettes, he would say, no, drink even more coffee because you want to enjoy the fact that you can have as much coffee as you want and you can have as much you know food as you want and you can have like don't worry about all those other things because what will happen is once you've 
you know, and you're probably sitting there go, well, I don't want to, you know, gain weight as I quit smoking or oh, I don't want to die of lung cancer if I'm also trying to get rid of drugs. Well, yeah, that's, of course, the truth long term. Mm-hmm. But what ends up happening is if you let a year go by or whatever, I'm just using that as a round figure. It could be six months, six years. Who cares? But if you let that amount of time go by, like the other thing that was like the main priority that was like you're really wanting to get over, like to overcome that. It's that's gone. so far gone yeah. that, um, you know, you don't even care about that. And then you're you're just enjoying it and doing that. Right. And then so, you can worry about working on the exactly. other habits. You know what I mean? The other yeah. little things and just go from there. Right. But you want to always um, start with the bigger things that are really serious things and get that in order first and then work on other little things that you want to do to make yourself feel better and happier so exactly and that's what makes it the motivate to get to our point of how to become more motivated i mean if you're you know knowing you're getting a cookie at the end of every workout it's like okay well obviously that counteracts the purpose of the workout clearly right but then you've created this habit for 30 days it of depends out, right? on the kind of cookie yeah. i think if you have an oreo cookie yeah. i don't think that's a lot of calories what are they, really like 80 calories yeah. but if you have a starbucks cookie they're like 580 yeah. calories so it really depends on the cookie but yeah Yeah. um i think that that's a really important thing so why don't you share some of the things that you struggle with um staying motivated for because it's not health and fitness (laughs) yeah for sure um yeah like for me uh you know i have a lot of a lot of times like i'll have fear and anxiety of kind of uncertain situations um you know i yeah i mean i i just try to um yeah, I mean, it, it's tough, right? Like, I, it all goes down to, I'm trying to think of this something that's not... This is a hard question not, for yeah. you because you, I feel like we've both really worked on our motivation, like, so that now we know when we're kind of making excuses for things. So we kind of, we've gotten so far past that at this point where even if it's something that we're, we don't want to do or we're not motivated to do, we kind of... We're kind of at the point now where it's like, okay, yes, I acknowledge I don't want to do that, but I'm just going to do it, get it over with, and then friggin' move on with my life, right? Yeah, and like, so I know to your point exactly. So there's, let's say there's things that you don't want to do and you do it. Like, I just love the feeling of like doing that, right? Yeah. Um, you know, this, uh, I'm not handy at all for anybody that knows me. And one of my biggest handy accomplishments was putting together this huge chandelier, chandelier in our main foyer when you walk into our house. And this thing came from China. And Chad, being cheap as he is, bought this to get a discount. And it was in a million pieces, right? Like, literally, so I, I, I've never seen so many pieces I could have got the one that was three times the price, and <laughs> yeah. it would have been probably already put together. Probably, but no, I'm going to yeah. get the cheaper one here and put it together from scratch. So that was, yeah, was a pivotal <laughs> learning life lesson for you. <laughs> so it was, it was in a million pieces. Every little bead, every little unbelievable and the only yeah. instruction like this is not ikea like ikea stuff is a breeze compared to this okay <laughs> and that says a lot yeah and there was just one sheet and it just like said these are your parts and this is what it should look like yeah basically and i'm like yeah. okay but what about the steps like <laughs> i'm used to like step one step like, two what do i do with a yeah. million beads and parts and so, everything yeah i i couldn't believe it like i'm, I'm not somebody that you know, you hear these guys that, oh, he just always loves taking things apart and putting them back together. <laughs> that is yeah. the furthest for me. That is not me at all. Yeah. Why would I want to do that? That sounds like just mind boggling waste of time. But anybody that can do that. Wow. It's I'm fascinated and I'm intrigued. It's like anything in life. You're mm-hmm. intrigued by how people can do things effortlessly totally. that you cannot. Totally. So, um, yeah. So there was a point where I had to literally take things apart that were already bolted in. And I had to unscrew them 
to like fit other parts in and then like screw it back on. So yeah. like that is not like, it okay, is, Ikea does not do that. Level. You know what I mean? You don't was, take it off and then put yeah. it back on. Like it's already not on usually, right? So anyway, I'm really proud of yeah, that. Yeah, so once you I almost cried many times. Yes, yes, you were very frustrated, <laughs> <laughs> which in turn made me frustrated because I had to deal with it. But uh, yeah, so... So yeah, so once you once you gain momentum and you work through those challenges and you're just like you have the mindset of I am going to just get it done and over with and not complain about it, not, you know, overthink it, just get it freaking done, okay? The more that things loom over you and the more that you have uh, a never-ending to-do list of things to do in the back of your mind, like that in itself is going to suck your energy. Don't underestimate the, you know, the power of energy that it sucks from you by having this never-ending to-do list and always feeling like you're never getting ahead. Listen, there's always going to be laundry to do. There's always going to be garbage to take out. There's always going to be all of these chores that you need to do, but you don't need to do them every day, okay? It's not the end of the world if they don't get done today. You know what I mean? And they're always gonna be there. So so stop putting so much pressure on yourself to live a perfect life because nobody's living a perfect life. Even if it looks like it on Instagram, it is not the case at all. There is so many times that, you know, our laundry piles up. Like I did a video a couple weeks ago, I'm like, does anybody just hate, you know, putting laundry away? Even right now we have like endless clean laundry that could be put away that is not put away because like nobody wants to put away laundry. I don't know who loves putting away laundry. I don't mind doing it. I just hate putting it away. It's a weird thing that, you who know. Who folds underwear? You're not even going to see if it's wrinkly. I know. It's like these weird <laughs> things, okay? And I think that it's just a really you know, a really skewed perception that we have that everybody has their shit together when in reality, nobody actually has their shit together. We're just kind of like chugging along doing the best we can and, you know, trying to be happy and live with gratitude in the meantime. Um, but I think one of the main things uh, that comes to mind whenever I'm facing something that I am having a hard time staying motivated or doing things that I don't want to do is that I just think like I'm just going to get this done and over with like I don't even want to give any more energy to this at all so I'm just going to do it get it over with not even think about it I'm just going to start like if it's working for me it's working out I'm not I can definitely do it and get into the habit of doing it but like it's just one of those things that's not I would rather eat healthy than work out. Like, it's just not one of the things that I grew up, like, loving. And Chad's the opposite. He would yes. rather work out and not eat healthy. Because he loves pizza and burgers. So that's, <laughs> I mean, you can't really eat I work out so I can eat that. your food group. <laughs> exactly, right? So, um, but, so whenever I'm faced with, you know, challenges like that, where I'm like, oh my God, I really don't want to do this, but like, I know that it's going to make me feel good and I know that I should do it and blah, blah, blah. Okay. If you think of how much energy and time you spend on that procrastination, procrastination part, um, it 
adds up substantially, okay? And take time out of the equation. That's what Chad's say, favorite saying is to take time out of the equation and just don't even think about it and just freaking do it, right? Just get it over with and realize that you will feel so much better after it. Think of the benefits to doing it. Think of all the benefits instead of all the reasons why you don't want to do it, right? Think of how you're going to feel after and just get it done. And then once you get it done, pat yourself on the back, give yourself some credit, like get, get a sticker, make yourself a tea, whatever makes you feel good after and really give yourself positive reinforcement um, after you do something. Think of like a child, okay? I, I like to give examples of like when you're a child because if a child goes and does something, you positive, like if a child goes and cleans its room, then you give them positive reinforcement for that. And you're like, wow, great job. That's awesome. And so then the child feels good, right? So, but as adults, then we don't give ourselves the positive reinforcement or the positive recognition. In fact, we do the opposite. We say, oh, yeah. I should have cleaned more. I should have yeah. done better. <laughs> I should have done yeah. way yeah. more laundry. I should have, yeah. oh my God. Yeah, we're so hard on ourselves. Yeah. So that's why I like that you started off the podcast with, um, not being so hard on ourselves. I do think it is a balance though, because you need to be honest with yourself. So I think that that is a really important factor in this because while yes, you want to give yourself, uh, some, some leeway and some self-love on those days where you really don't want to do things, but don't use that as an excuse uh, for when you are feeling good and you could really do something, you know what I mean? So being honest with ourselves and keeping ourselves accountable and keeping it real with ourselves is very, very important in this process because of course, yes, you want to be gentle and kind to yourself. Give yourself grace when you are not feeling good, when you don't have the energy to do things. Maybe you're sick. Maybe it's, you know, the time of the month you're on your period. Maybe you have a stomach ache. Those are tangible situations where, yes, cut yourself some slack, take care of yourself, um, and don't be so hard on yourself. But if you don't have those things, if you did get a good sleep, if you are feeling great, take advantage of your energy and of feeling good. I know I do when I, that's why I'm like super motivated when I feel great because I know there will be times where I won't feel as great and then I can cut myself some slack. You know what I mean? So it's all about that, you know, give and take and you know yourself, but you have to call yourself out when you're just making an excuse. And just making an excuse is, like I said, those times where you do have the energy and you are feeling good and you're like, I just don't want to do that though. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I love that when you're feeling good, that's the time to take advantage of it, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then, yeah, the times when you're not, like I was saying earlier, I mean, don't be hard on yourself. It's just an off day, right? We all have, we're human, right? doesn't matter whether you're, you know, the billionaires of the world or, um, you know, the, the lower end, like it, everybody's human and we all have days where we're just not on our game. And, and those are the days where I go, Hey, once again, I'm not gonna do nothing. That's the key. Right. But I'm not maybe doing an hour work and I'm doing 10 minutes or maybe not that day. And, but then tomorrow I'll do an hour or whatever. It makes right? you feel so um, much worse when you literally are procrastinating and you're complaining and you're like, 
you know, I know I should do this, but like, I really don't want to. And maybe you call your best friend and you tell them like, you know, I really should be doing this, but I really don't want to. And like, the more time you spend in that uh, space, that is a very negative space to be. So you are going to feel way worse about yourself the more that you keep that negative uh, energy going because it is a victim mentality of of being like, oh, poor me, poor me, and whatever, where you could just literally not do that and take half the amount of energy it takes to complain and feel negative energy and just get the stuff done and you'll feel so much better after. So having that you know, connotation to what you're doing is really key. Exactly, love it. Right, so what are some tangible things that our listeners can do today in their own lives um, to stay motivated and to be able to do things they don't want to do with a great attitude? Yeah, absolutely. So um, what you would want to do is take a a few minutes and write down, um, you know, maybe your top five things that you just love to do. So when you're doing these things, um, there's no motivation required, right? These are things that just come effortlessly. Um, You know, time is never an issue. It just flies by um, and make those things a priority in your day-to-day lives. Uh It's so important to do that. Like I said, I mean, we've all been there where we just go, oh my God, you know, so-and-so's in the hospital, oh my God, my kid, that, and, and you just, and you throw that all away, which is, I, I get it, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that's not a priority, right? I mean, this is like leisure, like who am I to like, you know, these are things you, how dare me? Like, well, yes, dare you, because what's gonna happen is then you're gonna be miserable, you're not gonna have motivation, you're not gonna be able to help your family and other people and be the, the man or woman you wanna be unless you um, are in the right state of mind, so. Yeah, so I love um, that, like you were saying, like if you write down um, the top things that you love to do and make that a priority and then maybe you have like two or three things that you know you don't love to do but because you've already done those like five or ten things that you love to do you're going to be in a great mindset you're going to be in a great energy space and honestly if you if you make that a priority every single day then the things that you are less motivated to do will not seem as bad because you're making uh, priority for the things that you love and naturally that's going to fill your cup that's going to energize you it's going to put you in a positive mindset it's going to you know you're going to have a great attitude throughout the day yeah you're, and, you're basically building the muscle yes of uh of, of motivation so that when something yeah. comes up when you don't want to do and you're, you're in good spirits you have a good attitude you got the energy for it um and you are ready so you don't have to get ready <laughs> <laughs> So that's it. I hope you enjoyed this podcast with us and I hope that you learned how to stay motivated and how to do the things you don't want to do. As always, thanks for listening to my podcast, Scrap the Sweet Talk, with me, your host, Rebecca Hamilton, founder and CEO of Chick Boss Cake. I can't wait to talk to you again soon. Hit me up. I'm on social media on Instagram at Rebecca at Chick Boss Cake or Facebook as Rebecca Hamilton Co. Today is a great day to make greatness happen and turn your ordinary life into something extraordinary. Start creating the life of your dreams today.